she leads, she thrives. The home of inspired conversations, practical and creative wisdom, expansive leadership and business insights, abundant braggadocious moments of celebration, and useful info you can actually do something with. You'll hear about mindset, marketing, money, magnetism, self-awareness and the Thrive Factor framework, its archetypes and more. Amplify your role as a leader, a self-led soul. Tap into your effortless success zone. Turn your ingeniousness and wisdom into profitable income streams. From solo shows to guests you definitely want more from, there's something for every ambitious, ingenious soul. I'm Shannon Dunn, a true OG of the business coaching space with an obsession with thriving. You are so welcome here. Let's dive into today's episode. This episode was brought to you by the Thrive Factor Coach Certification offered by Thrive Factor School. The certification is a unique, immersive experience into professional coaching and developing proficiency using the Thrive Factor framework and its 12 female-centric self-leadership archetypes. Being a Thrive Factor Coach offers a unique gift of personal transformation your clients will be filled with gratitude for. This is a genuine opportunity to engage in a world-class personal and professional training experience and become part of a community of impact makers as a licensed Thrifactor coach. To find out more, email hello at thrifactorco.com. A huge hello, everyone. My name is Shannon Dunn. I am the host here at She Leads, She Thrives podcast, a long-term business and leadership coach and a lover of having amazing or co-hosting, I guess, co-creating amazing conversations, like all of that. <laughs> so got another awesome guest to share with you today, Danielle Price. You're gonna, I'm going to tell you about her in kind of that formal sense in a moment, but Danielle and I met Goodness me, we're in the early part of 2023. It was probably six or seven months ago now, right? And Mm -hmm. it was from my desire to look at or to create or to be a part of something that was different in terms of networking for businesswomen. Uh, And I'd seen some people sharing in my network, my broader network interstate here in Australia, about this thing called She Will Shine. I'm like, what is that? That sounds like something I want to know about. (laughs) And it's, you know, we'll find out a lot more about that today. But this is Danielle is the founder of She Will Shine, a network that's been around for some time now. And so we reached out, had a conversation. It was like we're long lost friends reunited. It just made it was. It was. It was just. An instant connection and an understanding. We we're both on the same platform and come from the same space, weren't we? Around networking and what we wanted to create. Um, yeah. And so I love, I love it. I said to you, have you ever thought? Because I knew you, you know, you're in Victoria, in, in on the east coast of Australia. I knew you already had kind of like a chapter or groups that were in Brisbane and in Wollongong, south of Sydney. And I remember saying to you, you have you thought about coming west? And you were like. Yes, at some point. So I said, well, how about we do it now kind of thing. And, and why the hell not? Right, and we just jumped in. And so I was very excited and proud to become the WA ambassador. And now we have actual, you know, a small and growing community of of um, She Will Shine members and attendees at our events. So we'll talk more about that as we go along. But, you know, aside from the fact that we... Um, that Danielle has this incredible community, I wanted to talk to her about networking because networking is a big kind of frustration for a lot of business owners so we're going to get dive into that part of the conversation very very soon but welcome beautiful soul I'm so happy to have you here thank you so much for having me Shannon I'm really excited to be here this morning very excited so let me share your bio so we can tell everyone kind of the like the bits about your background and then we'll dive into some conversations so with over 14 years small business expertise Daniel Price has created an Australia-wide you can say that now not just East Coast anymore <laughs> membership-based network of professional uh, female business owners she left the corporate world in search of flexibility and upon starting a home-based business with an almost exclusive client base of women she soon realized the importance of connection and support and sharing common objectives in business and life So in 2014, which I love being able to say, just as a side note to our visitors to the West Australian coffee conversations and events, that it's been around that long. Like, and I think people appreciate it and go, well, how come we didn't know about it before? (laughs) We're getting there. In 2014, she founded She Will Shy, the community support that can uh, and connect female founders. So Danielle is based in Melbourne and she's grown the network across regional Victoria to New South Wales, Queensland and Western Australia, where I'm based. 
She's developed in-person online networking opportunities specifically designed for women to build and foster genuine and meaningful connections, created a nurturing, supportive and safe environment where women are empowered to rise together. And just as a side note to this bit too, before I get to the end of your bio, one of the things that stood out for me when I reached out to my connections in Victoria, who were the ones that were mostly talking about She Will Shine, was the way that they told me about how you supported and really led a, a whole nurturing space during the pandemic, of oh, which wow. if anyone yeah. outside of Australia would may not know this, but where Danielle was in, based in Victoria in the southeast of Australia, that as a state, that state was hit kind of hardest in many regards with COVID really and was locked down for ridiculous amounts of time. So that was a big thing. That And they, they didn't ask about that. They all, to, you know, un, unsolicited told me about the way that you kind of led that movement of connection and some of them, some of them did say to me like that that kind of kept me going so yeah that's making me quite emotional hearing that Shannon because I didn't know that you knew that so yeah I, thank I you. do I do so and it was such a you know that just added to that okay I really do need to know this woman by this, this thing now, right? <laughs> who is she <laughs> um so as an expert networker oh my goodness you sure are an elevator of female business owners Danielle facilitates connection support between like-minded women in, in working towards a common goal of creating a successful business around personal responsibilities in life and her passion is sharing in and giving a voice to Australian women in small business so there's all the bits and pieces with my own interjection that's a lot it is like it's interesting when you hear it back isn't it I've read it before but hearing it back with someone else's sort of thoughts around it it's like whoa wow I know it is it's cool isn't it sometimes when I've heard my bio read out and I'm like oh she sounds like a cool person to know yeah I want to get to know her (laughs) it's very very cool so considering that you know female founders are a big deal in in the she will shine network I want to hear your founder story so how did you actually get into business oh wow yes so I had no inclinations ever to run my own business um so my background's in graphic design so I was just like working for someone else you know happy as Larry kind of thing um, but I knew I wanted to start a family. So for me, that was quite important that I was around my kids as they were young and growing up. And so I thought, oh, okay, well, then why don't I just start a business from home? Like that was my thing. I'm just going to start a business from home so I've got flexibility. And so I did that. And, you know, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal or I just thought this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. I don't really think beyond that point. Um, but I started working with some amazing other women because I didn't advertise my business. So it was all word of mouth. So my friends were talking to their friends and, you know, somewhere along the line, someone knows someone, you know, a woman who owns a business and word gets around. And I sort of was working with women. I was like, oh, this is awesome. You know, you kind of don't realise how awesome it is until you're like, hang on a second, this is a lot better than what I used to have it. But not just because it was women. It's like we just connected. Like you and I have connected, Shannon. It's just like you just connect on a level that's deeper than a business transaction. Yes, yeah. And you just understand each other and life and responsibilities that we have and all these different things. And I loved it. I really loved it because not only was I, you know, having great working relationships, like these people were becoming my friends. And I was like, it was really nice to have all these women in their own businesses doing all their amazing things. Um, And, you know, I'd never experienced that before. No, and I think when you've been an employee, irrelevant of what industry you've worked in, yes, you can create friendships in a work environment, but there's very different kinds of connection and engagement. And, you know, when you are working as an online service provider, no matter what you do, so you and I are both in that space, you end up knowing so much more about people than you ever thought you would. (laughs) You know, it's true grateful for my counselling and therapy qualifications as well as the coaching sometimes. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would have come in handy, yeah. yeah. But that's the thing, right? You just kind yeah. of you build upon these connections and it's not even like I don't see people as clients. I see them as friends. So it mm-hmm. kind of, you know, it does grey the the edges but in a good way and it's like, yeah. oh, this is great. This is fantastic. And then along came a day, so working as a designer, along came a day when someone said to me, oh, do you do web design? So we're going back a long time ago when it was kind of like web design was sort of just starting out and everyone was, I've got to have a website, I've got to have a website. And I needed to find a web developer, Shannon, and I didn't know one. And I was like, how am I going to find, I wanted to work with a woman. So I'm having these awesome relationships with my clients. I want to have that relationship with my supplier. I want to be on the other end of this kind of relationship. And for the life of me, I couldn't find one. So this is the day going back, oh, geez. Well, this is going back maybe 16 
15, 16 years, something like that. And there was no such thing as personal branding back in those days. No, and so no, no. If you went to a website or you were, you found someone somehow, it's like the team will blah blah blah. If you go on about us page, it's not. There's no photo of the person that worked there. No, no. It was just what the team can do for you. So while it's about the company, it wasn't about the people behind the company. Mm. And I wanted to know the people behind the company. Yeah, always. So, so I kind of went to bed one night thinking, how am I going to find someone? There could be someone literally working down the end of my street at the end of the block. He did who did this, a woman who's doing this flexibly around whatever life responsibilities she had. And I had no way of finding it. I kind of felt like if you were selling a product, you had Etsy or you had um markets that you could physically go to, you had something to show people. Yeah, but as a service-based business, where do you if you you know if you've got a website, how do people know that your website exists? So this is also a very early days of social media. So, you know, it wasn't like it is now. Um, so I thought I'm going to be clever here and have a little side business because, you know, why we not? don't have enough hours in our day. Why the hell not? <laughs> so I started an online directory back then and it was for service-based women in business and service-based mums predominantly in business because I was working around my young family and all that kind of stuff. And it was called Clever Mama. Um, and it was that, it was like a yellow pages. It was an online directory where if you had your business, you could list it on there and you could get found. So that's kind of went along for a little while alongside the, um, design business. But I kind of found that people still came to me rather than connecting with each other. So I had all these awesome businesses listed on this directory. Yourself as the hub of all knowledge around who was exactly and I kind of thought said to myself I feel like a meat in the sandwich like (laughs) I have to kind of help everyone it's like this isn't really how it's supposed to work this is supposed to be my side thing that kind of goes along automated sort of thing um how am I going to get these women to start connecting without me in the middle so I decided I'd run an event and it was like a networking morning um type of thing and it was amazing Shannon because in my mind, I was like, if I get all these women in a room, they cannot all talk to me at once. They need to talk to each other. That's how it's going to work. And so that's what happened. And it was amazing. I remember leaving that event and just being so, um, like, energized. Like, I was exhausted. <laughs> but I was so energized and so, like, oh, my God, this is something that's that's tangible. This is something that needs to happen more often. Um, so I ran a couple of events and at the time, so I had the two businesses, uh, had a second child and I was all getting a bit too, too much, um, the workload and just the mental load of it all. And I sort of thought, hang on, what am I actually enjoying doing? And I remember sitting out, um, so I used to work on my dining table. My husband walked in and he goes, I can tell what you're working on by the look on your face. Oh yes. What I was enjoying. And I wasn't enjoying the design work anymore. I was enjoying working with these women. Yes. So I was like, okay, let's see what we can do with this. <laughs> so I decided to, um, you know, like the the business Clever Mama also had a few other things that was kind of making me feel negative. Mm. Um, I had women who didn't have children who wanted to become members and they were experiencing the same sort of um, challenges that we all were experiencing. It's like, who am I to say no to these women who need this support? Yeah. But I felt that the branding was limiting, limited. So this is also when there was a bit of mumpreneur stuff going on and I didn't like the title and I was like, we're actually professional women in business. This is not a hobby. This is what we do. We've worked in corporate. We've done the work. We've done the hours. We know what we're talking about. But I felt that the title of what our business was um, was putting us in a category that I did not want to be in. I didn't want to be in from the start. It just kind of happened that this sort of evolved around the business at the time. You know, when you are a mum in business, particularly if you've got small children, you know, there is a lot of juggling going on, but I'm so glad you were able to see the bigger picture because I know I've shared with this this with you and I don't hold back from this, but definitely have not shared it on the podcast before. But as a woman who doesn't have children, I have been in some very uncomfortable situations mm. and literally been told I cannot attend events because they're for mums in business. That's ridiculous. It's yeah. Dis- it's disgusting. And so yeah. it's excluding and, you know, you wouldn't understand you can't contribute to the conversation. I'm an auntie. 
90% of my clients have children. You know, yeah. I do have things to contribute. Um, my lived experience, no, but that doesn't, yeah. So, oh, yeah. no, that's right. Yeah. So, and who are we? Like, I kind of felt like, who am I to judge someone else for, for not having children? Like, that's not, that's not what my business is about. That's not who I'm about. And I thought, no. so starting to have these feelings around what I was doing with Clever Mama, especially around the name of the business, because for me, that was like, well, obviously, Clever Mama. I come from an Italian background, so that's why I put mama in there because I thought, oh, that's kind of fun and cool and whatever. Um, but it was like there was all this negativity in my own mind about it. It's like I really enjoy what I'm doing, but I don't like these bits about it. What can I do if I'm going to pursue this? What can I do to take this in another direction and be more inclusive, et cetera? Um, so that's what I did. So I basically I started, um, I worked really hard in my design business for probably six to 12 months after that just to get some cash in my back pocket, so ready to go. And then I rebranded the business to She Will Shine and I really extended our offerings. So at the time we just had the directory and every now and again we'd run an event. Mm -hmm. So when I rebranded to She Will Shine, I started running workshops, um, more regular events, but also like online, um, we had online resources, all this sort of stuff around it. Mm -hmm. And really took it the next step where it's like, no, we're not just about a directory. We're actually about human connection mm -hmm. and supporting women, all women in business to come together. Because in my opinion, working on your own is so bloody hard. Like we mm -hmm. choose to do it. It's a choice that we have. And it's not the easy option. It's because oh. we love what we do. So if I can make, you know, I, with my community of She Will Shy members, if I can make your life that little bit easier, then I've done my job. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it completely. But you're right, you know, working from home by yourself, even if you were talking to people all day, it can still be very lonely. And as you said, it can be very difficult. And when you don't have a community to lean into, not lean on so much, but I think lean into and yes. where you can contribute and receive. So it's both, I see like a true community as, as really giving and receiving that you I feel like you've certainly you're missing out too <laughs> like that's a big part of it and as I said to you like when I first heard about she will shine um from those you know connections that I have that are interstate and not not where I am because we weren't over here yet <laughs> you know there was something kind of different about the whole energy of community that they talked about that I hadn't heard talked about in relation to networking communities that I have been part of both in person and online so that was another thing about like, I need to know what's going on here. What is this <laughs> kind of community? But can you tell us, you know, why you think community is so important for business and entrepreneurship? Well, I just think we give so much of ourselves in our business. Mm. And for that to be, um, what's the word? For that to be an ongoing, we need our own support. We need our own, you know, they say it takes a village it's like, yes, it does take a village to run a business as well because we can't do it on our own. <laughs> it takes it to yeah. run a business too. That's exactly right. And it's like I need my support networks not only for when I'm like, oh, you know, I've got a client, this is the situation, how can I deal with it, blah, blah, blah. Also because I need someone there to say, you know what, you've done a really good job, keep going. Because I think when, when it's the hardest point in your business, who are you? Who do you have in your corner to turn to? Yeah, often not like your friends and family are not the places to go to. You can't go to your clients for that either because that's not appropriate for that relationship. So I think yeah, it is coming down to having friends in business that get it. They've they've kind of walked yeah. their own version of through the business trenches. They've had their challenging times. They've had their amazing times. They know the ups and downs and the ins and outs and the roller coaster that it can be. But they, sometimes when you don't have many of those people or you're relying on kind of connecting with the same couple of people all the time, that's not even useful for like it's not often not also not mutual in terms of the support. No, that's right. right? And you want to feel like, like you said, it's a two-way street. It's about mm -hmm. giving and receiving. So you want to feel valued in that relationship as well. So I think having those people around you, that you can just be honest with Shannon. Like, mm. how many networking events have you gone to? I, I know I spoke to you about this before. Yeah. Where you're like, okay, all right, I've got to go networking. Get dressed, put on the lippy. All right, and you feel like you're putting on a mask when you walk through the door. Yes. Yeah, it, it's I've a done that. Common thing. Yeah, I've done it. I've, yeah. I've had people share how much that's the case, and you know, like just talking with you about 
even just a handful of events that we've had in Western Australia, our coffee conversations, which, you know, your model of that is that it's a small intimate group. There's like 10, 11 women maximum. And the 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 delight on women's faces when they walk in and see, it really is a ta- one table, like a little long table, you know, where you can talk to everybody who's there. Uh, and just the way that the conversation is guided it's not yep, yep. not you know forced, but it is disguised. So it is meaningful, useful, purposeful. And they're like, oh, this is so easy. Like this is refreshing, and like it was so good to meet different people and have different conversations. And I feel like I'm walking away with connection, not some business cards shoved in my face. Kind yes, of that you're gonna throw it when you get home. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I don't know even who carries business cards these days. I, know, I haven't had business cards for years, but don't tell anyone. <laughs> Some of, those, some of those events they're kind of encouraged to like make sure you you know and I remember early days in business like you like we've both been in business a long time and you go to certain events and it was literally like looking at the people that were on a mission yeah. to collect every business card in the room give out business cards you know hound you with emails add you to illegally to um you know email databases and you know reach out to you and hound you on LinkedIn and all this kind of stuff and it was such a negative experience it wasn't connection you felt like you were just a a name on someone's list that's transactional yeah if that yeah (laughs) yeah that's right and I didn't and I didn't like that I'm not I'm not putting my name to something like that no but it's just so nice like I said to walk in like even on an in an online event walk into a space where you know you're not going to be judged when you know you can just let your guard down, just relax and be yourself. Like it's so refreshing and it's so um, like it becomes effortless. Like okay. There's so many things in business that, you you know, you're riding by the CD pants, you're learning as you go and you're just so much like information overload that we've got to kind of keep going with, keep learning, keep developing that I feel it's really like it's just a nice space to just enter and just go, okay, I'm here, let's just let it flow. Yeah, yeah, no, so good. So something I do want to talk to you more about is that what you this what we talked about before about that it's a two-way street. You know, when you yep. are part of a network uh and community, you've got to contribute to get something out of that, right? It's not just uh my name's part of the the group and now I'm gonna get referrals or yep. you know, people are gonna suddenly see me and that kind of thing. So how do you guide or like kind of nurture your members to really understand how they can embrace who they are as business owners and stand out within a community you know aside from you know posting every day on the you know following the the guidance in the Facebook group like that's not it either that's not creating community if you are only contributing content and not interacting but how do you kind of guide your members because as I said on the inside of the Facebook community attached to She Will Shine it's very different to what we see in other networking related communities yeah I think it's all about making people feel comfortable Shannon um like I'm very much the person that you know you come to my house okay can I give you a drink sit down relax here's something to you know what I mean like maybe it's the Italian in me that's like you know I've got to feed everyone (laughs) so it's kind of like I just want everyone to sort of sit down relax and enjoy and I think because of that when I meet people online or in person, you know, like we'll we'll have an event like the Coffee Conversations mm-hmm. or we've got inter- International Women's Day events, things like that. I'm like, okay, so Shannon, lovely to meet you. Um, have you met so-and-so? And mm-hmm. so I kind of, I start facilitating the connections initially and I think because of that, people start to feel welcome and they start to feel at ease and like I said, you know, you can contribute to a Facebook group. You can post every Monday to promote your whatever you're doing. But if you're not actually in there, you know, someone says, oh, I've had this experience. If you're not in there giving um, sort of useful, mm. um, I don't know if it's even you, but it's just if you're not contributing and sharing your experiences beyond promotion, I don't think you get anything out of it. No, no. And I, I think that's uh, appropriate. And it doesn't take long for people to really see, it's almost like see through in some regards. That's the words that are coming to me when someone is only there to like, it's it's kind of like, I don't see it as much anymore as I used to probably because I'm not in many Facebook groups, but you kind of almost could tell when someone had allocated their time to go in kind of hammer Facebook groups. And, you know, this is going back a little while where you, because you'd see variations of the same content posted in all the groups that yeah. you're in together. 
Um, and that just going in, it's like spamming people, isn't yeah. it? It's like here's all my here's here's me. Hello, look at me. And yeah, there's yeah. no interaction. I I think what from a social media perspective, because it's a lot of the time we do see things like Facebook groups are a community platform in relationship to networking communities. Um, people forget the word social yeah. <laughs> in social media and that it's about interacting and remembering our humanness. It's a person That's right. end of the transaction. And if someone's had a, something, they ask a question, they have had a bad day or they've got something to celebrate, go and be part of that conversation, right? Yeah, that's exactly right. It's the human side of business. Mm. And I guess with what we do at She'll Shine, like, yes, we have the Facebook group, but we have other opportunities where people can contribute to conversation. So we know we've got things that are very business focused, like online um, speed networking, that kind of thing. Mm. But then it's also, you know, you're getting to know someone at the same time. So it's kind of contributing to the conversation. Um, we'll have catch ups where it's all about, oh, hi, how are you going? Like, mm. it's not about how your business is going. Shannon, how are you going? Exactly, how are you so, as a person? Yeah. Yeah. So I think because we have, like, we come from a different angle where it's, here's your business but you're a part of that business, so how are you? And I think because we kind of um, envelope all of that, that it has a different um, a different tone yeah, very and much. a different feel. It's, it's something that we often forget. We talk about our business, but our business doesn't exist without us. Yeah? yeah, and I often find myself having conversations with business owners around that, you know, the interrelationship between business and life and something happens in life, it will potentially, usually highly likely impact your business and vice versa. So when you are in a small business or entrepreneurship, whatever your term you want to use, the influence of your business and life is is acute. It's yeah. not like when you're an employee and you maybe come home at the end of your day at four o'clock or five o'clock or whatever time that is, and you can switch off or you, you know, as a business owner, you have to consciously do that. It's not, you know, often the, you don't do it because of the excitement of the interaction and the like the fact that there is someone on Facebook messaging you at your nine o'clock at night because for them it's a whole different time zone. Um, you know, so you've got to be really clear about your boundaries. But I think yes. coming back to that, you know, you build networks. Like I have a massive international network because I contribute. I contribute yeah. before I take. Like what can I, how can I support some? If someone's done something amazing, I want to cheer them. You know, I also yep. have the inspire believer archetype, so that is the natural cheerleader. <laughs> but you know, it's that that's first, not yep. not what can I get from them, or you know, that that's right. Thing. It's like how can I genuinely support and show that I care. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like people will go, oh, you know, is it a referral network? And I said, yes, referrals happen, but they don't happen because you fling your business card at someone. They happen because you get to know the other person, and it's the light trust and you know that whole human side of the business. So it's like. Actually, yeah. I think Shannon's going to do an awesome job for me, and I know that Shannon will, Shannon will give her best, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And I think because you have that shared vision of not just business of life, yeah. like that's where these successful outcomes and sexual, you know, amazing relationships happen. Yeah, no, for sure. I think to extend on this conversation, as I said, like. Um, you know, you and I have both talked about some of our own shockers in terms of experiences. Of <laughs> we don't need to go into them in any more detail. Now, I think anyone can, everyone, if you're in business and you've been to a networking event, it's they know. Probably, you know, right? You've had the experience. Um, I know for me coming off the back end of corporate networking and then coming into networking for small business and entrepreneurs, that was very different as well. But, you know, the things that I'm loving about what, the, what I'm seeing and hearing but he's seeing the visuals, but as well as hearing for the WA coffee conversations, which I have no doubt are rippling around all of the She Will Shine um, communities, is things like, you know, the gratitude for the true connection, for the welcome and the kind of, you know, the whole energy of, you know, the, and I've heard these exact words, thank goodness this is not like other networking events I've been to, <laughs> like that energy. But, you know, for someone who is coming to a networking event, She Will Shine or something else, you know, and they maybe had bad experiences or heard about how bad networking can be, um, what's kind of two or three things that you would suggest that they do for themselves to really make sure that that experience, whatever they're walking into physically or in an online space, are actually meaningful and valuable? Well, I just think you need to know why you're there. One thing is why are you going to the event? Are you going to the event to meet um 
meet people and connect with people or you're just interested in the speaker I've been to events where they've been huge and haven't spoken to anyone but the speaker was amazing yes and it's yes. kind of what's the purpose for going to that event what's the purpose for you trying to network at this event mm-hmm. um, and I think that will give you the answer of what you need to do when you're there as well mm-hmm. um, and like even when you go okay I want to go and you know I want to go and meet new people great meeting 20 people not so great because it's all going to be surface level conversation. What, meeting one or two, having a deep conversation with those two people, that's going to be worth its weight in gold long term. Yeah. And like I used to be, I hated going into networking events. I still hate going to networking events that aren't mine. <laughs> but I used to be really um, overwhelmed by it all. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm not very big in stature. I'm quite short. And so I feel like I'm just kind of walk yeah. in and no one's seeing me and I feel like I'm invisible yeah. um so it's kind of like meet one or two people sitting down at a table was always better because then you can talk easily mm. to the people around you whereas I found walking in and it's a stand-up event I was like oh, awkward, awkward standing it's very awkward. yeah and everyone's huddled standing. in groups yeah so and then you kind of got it yeah standing on your own it stands out a mile <laughs> exactly exactly so I think you've got to know your purpose why you're there but also you've got to pick an event and just kind of see what the format is. Like there's kinds of lots of things you can do, but just pick one or two people. And you know what? Pick the people that look friendly. Don't pick the people that don't look no, friendly. Right. If the people are sitting in a really tight huddle, don't go there. Don't try and yeah. insert yourself into what seems to be a very tight-knit kind of circle. Um, it's not that people won't let you in or it welcome you in, but again, like I agree with you. Why would you put yourself in an even more awkward situation yeah. if you're already feeling a bit uncertain about things? Yeah. 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 And this thing, like I used to say to people, oh, I don't know anyone here. Can I talk to you? Like, just be honest. Yes. And you find honest, they'll be everyone's been in that situation more than once. Yeah, yeah. We've, done it. we've all walked into a room and not known anybody or been invited by the guest and the guest hasn't turned up yet. I've had that one a few times and go, oh, okay, like I did know someone, but they're not even here yet. And I've like, yeah. you know, twiddling your thumbs when, in the corner. Yeah, it turned up when they said I should and all this kind of thing. Yeah. So it's interesting, isn't it? Um, but you know, I love what you said about be really clear about why you're going to the event. And I agree, I've done the same thing as as you mentioned, Danielle. It is an example that I went for the speaker sometimes. I went for the the learning or the, you know, what the inspiration or whatever was maybe going to come from that, not necessarily to meet people in the room. But I, I've always had a goal every time I've yeah, gone yeah. to an event, no matter what it is, even the online things. Uh, but, and again, I love what you said, make it an intimate kind of number. If you're looking at, I want to create connection. And I know that I've had this conversation with clients over the years. I'm like, but I need to go to networking where my ideal clients are. And I'm like, no, shift that idea completely. You need to connect with people and trust that you never, like the reality is you never know who knows who. So you might be talking to someone who is in a industry so far removed from what you do might not feel like they you've got anything in common but they may have a personal network of friends or family or even business that's they exactly right. all of your ideal clients so think yep. that making assumptions about where I'm going to go is is or what who I'm going to talk to is really you're, you're doing yourself and everybody else a disservice by yep. shutting down that opportunity you know I remember going to do a coffee meeting when I was in a a more formal business networking thing here this is going back about 10 years ago now and an organization that I was involved with for about a good seven years and there I was in a very different part of the city to where the the kind of the we would meet every week and there was one other business owner that was in a very similar place to me so he said to me he was very welcoming he said to me Shannon, why don't you come around and we'll kind of do this catch-up thing? And I'm like, okay, we'll do that, right? It was easy for us to get to, to each other, but I went to his premises. And I remember sitting and having a conversation. Like, yeah, he's a really interesting man. That's really fun. That was cool. I've done that kind of. It was a tick-the-box thing because we had to kind of meet outside of the, the group as well. Um, but it was useful. And I didn't kind of think anything of it. And two days after we had connected, he sent me an email introducing me to his daughter. 
Yeah. It was my ideal client. He never even mentioned he had a daughter, let alone that she was in business. Yeah. Ideal client. She worked with me as a private client for a, a good period of time, referred me other ideal private clients, you know, and as a, as a you know, someone in the business coaching space back then, when I was really trying to grow my network, that was gold. So if I yeah, made yeah. an assumption and gone, oh, like, you know, he's an older man, different kind of business. There's not really any relationship. I don't know if I can refer to him. I don't know, you know, what I'm going to get. If I'd shut that down, I would have missed out on that opportunity. Yeah. yeah. And let's you've had an opportunity to have a deeper conversation with him. Mm. And so he's learned about you, you've learned about him and look what's mm. come out of it. And I think right. just having those opportunities for deeper conversation can lead to anything. Yeah. Yeah. So much so. So one word you know, that we see often used in business is the word connection right? It's yes. used a lot over and over and over again. And I am certain that most people listening understand, you know, have their own understanding of what word connection means. But you talk about it as going beyond the surface level to really nurture relationships, support one another, encourage. And I love this last bit, be courageous together. So tell us more about this. And I know that this is a lot of the kind of the ethos and the values behind She Will Shine, but tell us like that in terms of connection rather than maybe the kind of ideas people might have about what they think yes. connection is. Well, I, I like, as you said, you've sort of put it in a nutshell there. I think that when these conversations happen, when these deep connections are formed, the conversations that you have, you know, it doesn't just become, oh, my business is doing this. It becomes about, oh, I feel, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you're talking about how you're feeling and how you're seeing yourself. And, of course, we're seeing ourselves and going, you know, we always look at, you know, we're not going to put rose-coloured glasses on when it comes to ourselves. But when we see other people doing amazing things, people that we know, people that we like, people that we have a deep connection with, we're like, hang on a minute, I'm not too different from her. Mm. And look what she's achieving. It's like, I just need to be a little bit courageous. Then I can take one step in that direction. And it's not a huge step. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to go jump and do bungee jumping. That's not who I am. But it's just, you know, okay, oh, okay, I'm a podcast guest or, you know, Danielle was a podcast guest and, you know, she talked about her history and I was like, I've got a history, I've got a story to share. And it's not that different from Danielle. It's like, why can't I share that? And it's like having those relationships where you really get to know each other and it's like, well, I can be a little bit courageous because if I fall, I've got someone around me that's going to say, no, okay, you did good. Maybe this didn't work out this time, but have you tried another option? You've got people around you, these deep, deep connections that are like-minded and share your vision and share your passion and share your goals who can really sort of help you progress. It's yeah. just little steps, little yeah. steps move forward because, you know, there's lots of fear. Yeah, I have lots of fear in business. I didn't plan to build a business. I've never had, you know, this amazing business degree sitting on my wall and that's something that's held me back over the years in that I kind of think oh I'm just a graphic designer why would anyone want to listen to me just yeah like these are the conversations but then like you know the feedback that I hear from you like oh actually maybe I am doing a good job maybe I can keep going do you know what I mean so it's kind of like how we see ourselves and how others see us is very different and when it's coming from someone who you have that connection with who you value their opinion who you know that they're not judging you because you're not I don't know. They're not judging what you do. They just want you to succeed for you. Right. And I think, and also you can tell when someone's genuine in terms of support as to when someone's performative with their support. I think that's the word, the right word that comes to mind for me, where it's, it's kind of, I'm, I'm going to look like I'm supporting you, but really like, I want it. I mean, it for me, like, you know, that's a very different energy to someone who genuinely is like, oh my goodness, this is so amazing. And like, you're doing such a good job. Like you can feel the difference, right? That's right. And that's the thing, you know, we're all building these businesses on our own terms Mm. and it's someone else who can see why it's so important to you to build this business on your terms, supporting you yeah, and wanting you to do well. Like I said, not for them. They want you to do well for you. Yeah. There's no ulterior motive. No, I had such a beautiful interaction with, with our um, gorgeous, I think, and believe now our new Sydney ambassador, Steph. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. So awesome stuff. This was last year and we were chatting about something, uh, I can't remember, whether it was Facebook or Instagram, but somewhere, it may have even been LinkedIn because I know she's very, you know, very, um, puts a lot of energy into LinkedIn as well. She's And it was just something that came up about it, but we were talking more about kind of shop local and support small business when you were purchasing. So this was pre-Christmas. And she was so impassioned about this. I'm like, yeah, i got some stuff to say about this too. So I messaged her and I'm like, do you want to jump on and do an Insta, Insta Live together? 
and talk about this and and how useful it could be to rethink. And she's like, yes. And then she messaged me a little bit later. She said, I said, yes, but I've never done one of those before. And I don't know where to start and whatever, but I trust you again, because we we communicated and we built that connection. And she said, and I just feel like, yes, we could have a good conversation. So we did. And I just, I love that whole experience so much because She's like, oh, this Instagram live thing is not that hard at all. I can do this. And that was really cool. And, you know, we got to have a conversation. We got to share that. We got to share it with the She Will Shine members. And that to me is like that value of connection of that, you know, you know, I just kind of like, well, you know, this is something Steph and I are both interested in, so why why not have a conversation about it? And I'm kind of that sort of person. Um, yeah. And a lot of the time I reach out to people like that and say, let's come and chat about it. And a lot of the time it's like, I've never done this before. I don't know if I can do this. Yes, you can. And I'm, I'm again, coach and cheerleader. Yes, you can. Let's just do it. I'll make it easy for you. One of my big things is about let's make business easier. Um, but that was that was because of the connection we had that it was easy for her to say yes and then to benefit from yeah. the co-creation of the beautiful yeah. conversation we had together. Well, well that's the thing. If they feel safe, we feel safe with each other. Yeah. We don't feel judged by each other. We just feel safe and nurtured and supported. And it's like, well, in that environment, amazing things can happen. You can. So like good. out in the big bad world, it's kind of like, you know, too often we're torn down by rubbish we see on socials or silly, you know, relationships that we've got to kind of do away with and move mm. forward. But it's like there's a space where it's it's warm and cuddly. And do you know what I mean? Like it's really one of those places where we're supportive and nurturing because we want to see you succeed in whatever it is that you choose to succeed in. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like, you can tell the difference when there is a genuine community where there is true connection because it is, it does have a tone and an energy of we are in this together for everyone's well-being, for everyone's good, not somebody's trying to be the shining star. Yeah. That's right. That's right. A hundred percent. I'm going to ask you some questions in a moment that we've been asking all of the guests just to kind of bring in the whole energy of the leadership and thriving aspect of She Leads, She Thrives. But before I do that, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this question. Oh, I'm scared now. Don't be scared. We just talked about how easy it is to answer things. But what I'm curious to know what your kind of bigger vision is for She Will Shine. You know, you See, that scares me, Shannon. When someone asks me that, I'm like, so oh, excited about what could happen. <laughs> Yes, it's because like even this year, so we're now um so I started in Melbourne, now Brisbane, Sydney, Wollongong, and WA, um, in Port Perth where you are. And I'm kind of like each month when we do our events and you guys send me these photos. I was starting Gippsland Regional Victoria as well. Every time I see these photos coming, it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not there and look what's no, happening. What you've created exactly. And there was there was a, a beautiful guest that came to the recent coffee conversations we had here in Perth, who was coming up to Perth anyway to visit people, but she lives about six hours from Perth, right? Amazing, amazing. Incredible. And like she and I know each other online. We'd never met in person, which was a beautiful gift to me to actually meet her in person. We've, you know, haven't kind of stopped chatting since. And that was a few days ago. Um, when I shared when our next event would be, she's like, oh, that's so perfect because I was coming up anyway. Like there's so like the energy of excitement about being able to come up and get an extra benefit on top of why she was coming up here, which is to connect with family. And she did say to me, so we're going to have to kind of look at this. She's like, I wonder if we could have something like this and maybe I could start one of these where I am. And she's in a regional remote part of Western Australia. I'm not sure how big the actual local community of business women (laughs) is, but she's just like, this is what I want. This is what I've been looking for. But traveling once a month, six hours for it is a bit much. Not not really feasible. (laughs) As much as we'd love it to. (laughs) So, And when you're looking at that, that I, 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 I can see the vision. This is my visionary creator archetype of you having these beautiful little communities literally all over Australia and who knows where else that may go. Maybe we'll branch into New Zealand next. I don't know. Um, but, you know, I think you the world's your oyster in terms of what you've created and the brand that is yes. the presence, the brand presence and the promise that's out there is it's delivering on its promise. It, like I'm like, as as I said, I get those pictures of what you guys are doing out there and I'm, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like it's so good. I, I want to say it surprises me because I've got good people. And when you have yeah. good people surrounding you, these amazing things can happen. Um, but yeah, it excites me and excites me for what can be done. And so, you know, ideally 
what I'd like to see is these little pockets happening. And like we said, we've started um, in regional Victoria just this year as well. And we've got a lovely lady called Erica McInerney, um running that down there for us. So it's like I feel really privileged in a way that we're able to reach women that would otherwise be there's no you know there's no other options here so for us to have these little communities where we can help in in regional australia and this may be similar for other countries where people are listening in but it tends to find that most other countries they're more densely populated than we are in australia so they have more local opportunities we're here in australia we have you know a chamber of commerce and industry or uh, things that are created by the local shire or the council but they're very they're not usually women friendly necessarily um and that's what the women that i know personally that i've worked with as clients in regional australia and even in new zealand that where they're quite remote to the capital cities they talk about craving female connection and female conversation with others doing what they're doing. And while they know they can get that online, there is, it's, you know, and you can create incredible relationships and networks online. They're craving in-person connection. You know, when you're sitting on say like, you know, the, the couple of the women I know that I've had as clients in the last couple of years in regional Western Australia that are sitting, you know, one of them sitting on a farm, you know, she's out in the middle of nowhere, you know, big property. It's like a good drive into town, which has got a few buildings, you know, a general store kind of thing. And that's it, which is hard to believe for people might be listening to us in, you know, a big city in the US or in Europe somewhere. But this is the reality of, of you know, even these incredible women starting these businesses online because we have this gift of technology, but that's isolating on a whole nother that's level right. compared to you and I living in capital cities. Yes, 100%. And I think, you know, like you said, online is amazing and it does serve a purpose. Mm. But when you can nurture that with in person, mm. like that's just, it's just beautiful. It's just beautiful. Like I've said, I, I always love our events where I can sit back and just see everyone talking. Like I'm not one, like we talk about leadership, Shannon. Like I sort of get scared with the term leader. You know, she, you know, I'm the leader of She Will Shine. So like, oh, no, no, it's not about me. It's about everyone else. So I like stepping back and seeing the magic happen. Yeah, because the magic I might facilitate it, but the magic happens when you see yeah. these incredible women together. You very much are the epitome of one of the Thrifed archetypes that we call the networker connector. Like I feel like there's a lot of women think they're networker connectors, but it's actually not that common an archetype. It's it's quite interesting. Oh. I've seen it, you know, in the over thousand women that I profiled, it's only a handful of networker connectors that are actually truly networker connectors. There are other women with different archetypes in their Thrifactor profile that have networking kind of gifts, if you like, but not like a network connector. But I think if you're going to end up starting a networking community, you've kind of got to have that archetype because, you know, it takes a lot more. But just exactly what you were saying then, it's like sit back and see the magic happen. That's one of the key attributes of the, a networker connector is her gift of being able to, you know, trust that the right people will be in the space online or in person and that the the kind of the the joy, the magic of, of like who who's going to connect with who and what might happen is one of the greatest pieces of reward for you. Yeah. That's one of the other right. interesting things about networking connectors is that they have genuinely a big community of people around them. They love people. Doesn't mean that they're extroverted, but they love people. Uh, and they have been identified by their community as a hub of someone, you know, you're the person that people come to you go, do you know what, or do you know someone who does? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's a network, classic networker connector thing. Uh, but network connectors are often very bad at monetizing that incredible network that they have and feel very awkward about actually reaching out to that network for help for themselves. Yeah. Ding, but, ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you're in a nutshell, right? And every network connector, um, you'll know if you're a networker connector, just not just from what I've shared there, it's like a very uh, easy to understand that archetype. So along with it, whatever other archetypes you may have that would go along with supporting that, highly likely the Inspire Believer, which is that, you know, inspiration seeking, inspiration creating cheerleader, potentialist archetype is one of mine. I love it. A lot of women yeah. that work in the online business space have that archetype. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. So interesting. interesting. We'll get your profile one day, don't you worry. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you already know me, but I like to make my head. <laughs> so for now though, let's ask you these questions. So yes. what role does leadership play in your life and business? Well, if you had asked me that 10 years ago, Shannon, I'd go, none, like in all honesty, because I, I don't see myself as a leader. So that was just like, 
no, that's not me. That's not who I am. Mm. I've come to accept it now. And I've come to accept that, you know, we are doing great things and I'm, you know, I started this and this is something that, you know, yes, it has a life of its own, but I do need to give myself credit where credit's due. And I think having leadership is important because you you want to you want to be able to guide people that mm. can also um I forgot what the word is but they can re- resonate they resonate with you because there's no point being a leader and being high up there and no one resonates with you the no, guy that's just right. Danielle going on about her thing but they actually have to resonate with you so they have to see themselves in you they have to see some aspect that they can kind of go yes that's important to me um. But I think it's really important that you could just, you know, the way you lead is who you are. And I think just following that instinct. Completely agree. And I love that there has been, or I've certainly felt it and seen it, a shift away from thinking of leadership as only an external thing. You know, we understand it. We've all grown up where we've pretty much seen or been told often by media that leaders are people that stand out the front of a big group of people. Ah, leadership for me starts from within and I feel like the quality of leadership on that external expression to you know to a couple of people to thousands and thousands of people the quality of it is enhanced the more you understand self-leadership and really you know make a commitment to lead yourself Um, and that's where that values alignment and all those beautiful things that's right and I think you have to you know you have to accept that yes like I kind of, like I said, 10 years ago, I would have said no, but you have to accept that that is a role that you are playing within your community. Yeah. Very but that, that's okay. You can just do it your way. Yes. Yeah, that's it. So how do you know when you're thriving? Oh, how do I know? I guess when things are in flow for me, when I get this amazing feedback from my beautiful members that um, these amazing things are happening and I can you sort of see the the results of what you kind of you've created something and you see results coming back to you and and you see that those results have a life of their own yeah. in their own way as well um that's when I feel it's like okay yeah this is good I'm in a good place yeah. things are happening I've you know I've done the done the hard yards now things are flowing and it's just mm. I won't say effortless because I don't think anything to do in business is completely effortless but it does have a flow yeah, I agree with you totally. But, you know, I think the thing about I love the word effortless, you've probably picked that up. Maybe I use it a lot in what I love I it too, yeah. And I, I'm quick to remind people that effortless isn't effort-free. Like it's Oh, yes. There right? you go, the school way to put it, yeah. yeah. And I know I love also the word easeful, yeah. So, you're ah. a, you know, kind of a full energy of things being more ease-driven or easier, not yes. easy, easier. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, which is great too. Uh, okay, so a couple more questions. Really important one now. How can people connect with you and the whole She Will Shine Network? And we obviously will put all the links in in the show notes. But you know, share now. So if anyone wants to just take action and go and yes. start searching. So the biggest, you know, I guess the quickest need is shewillshine.com.au. Um contact us, have a look at what we're offering and see if it resonates with who you are and um what your philosophies on business and life are. Um, otherwise, Instagram is probably our biggest active on Instagram. We've got our Facebook community for She Will Shine. And I know you're also quite active on LinkedIn as well. So yeah, for people to find you. And we have a, you know, a big listening audience that's outside of Australia. So ladies, right now, I think, you know, it's not that you can't come and join and oh. be a part of, of that because there isn't there an international member? We have one international yeah. member in Dublin. Um, yeah. the lovely Antonella is in Dublin yeah. so it is possible just yeah. get in touch we'll make things it's, happen it's just like you have to plan more trips to Australia to come to the, 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 the that's coffee. right or maybe we need to travel over I'm not saying yeah. no to that show. No, good, good. I love it I love it um, but yeah so don't don't think it's not for me because I'm not out there um, you know come and connect with the the content that Danielle shares frequently in those social media spaces for a start and, you know, if you're really serious about wanting to come and be a part of this and see more about what they're going to guess the business model and values and ethos behind it all is, then reach out like I did to Danielle and say, can we chat? Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people, you know, the business in Australia, the women in business community isn't huge. No. So often people know someone who's already a member and by all means, ask them. 
Mm. I think our best advocates are our members because That's they're in there. Way. They're in the nitty gritty. They know what it's like. So um, mm. by all means, reach out, ask them what they what their experiences are because I think that's really important. Getting that, you know, I love what I do and so I'm always going to you know, share how positive it is. Um, but it is really important to get those member experiences and I'd urge people if they know someone within the community and they're thinking about joining, please reach out and ask um, those members who they know their experiences. Yeah, for sure. It's such a great thing. So to wrap up for today, beautiful yes. soul, What's a kind of final piece of wisdom that you'd like to share with the, you know, ambitious, wise, you know, impact creating individuals that are listening in to us today? The one I thought about was just be yourself. Be yourself. I think it's really hard um, when you're starting out to do that. Mm. But I feel as as you develop more confidence and, you know, you're flexing that courage muscle as well, um, you need to embrace who you are because I think as a leader, especially people will like you for you that's who they're going to resonate with um will and i i find it interesting where i still see you know conversations and content around how hard it is to be who you are i i'm so glad i kind of broke up with that idea that i had to put on a particular face or front years and years ago i'm like you know what why why would i why would i try to be something different in my business It's exhausting. Like, you know, I I love that people randomly will message me and ask me for advice when they're buying a paddleboard because they know I'm a paddleboard nut, right? You know, that's got nothing to do with my business, but I'm happy to share and I get so excited that someone's seen me talking about things I love and or art, like I I paint. So people ask me often about like, you know, what materials I'm using or what I'm doing or what, you know, have you, you haven't shared something for a while. Like, what are you creating at the moment? Like that nothing to do with my business really yeah but it's who you are exactly that's right and I feel like especially as women like you can't take you were saying before the business is so much of us you can't separate who you are and who your business is they're not separate entities no and if you you embrace that or a parent or a grandparent or different things I know that there's been things in my life that maybe as I'm going through them it wasn't really appropriate because of my own needing to work through things to share um, but, you know, classic example, my marriage ended, you know, three and a half, four years ago. I changed my name back to my birth name. I had to kind of explain why I was doing that, right? Yeah. And I had no problem with that. But it was a year after my marriage had actually ended that I actually changed my name because I yeah, gave myself space. You don't, yes. I think this is also a misconception. People think that they need to share all of themselves. Oh, God, no. Yes. 100% in charge, if you like, if you want to use that terminology, about what, how much you share, what you share, how much of an open book you want to be. You do not have to give the your no. entire life over to the the warts and all. That's right. No, no, no which is very, very cool. So yeah, love yeah. it for yourself. So thank you so much for joining me. And you this has oh, been so much fun. fun. Um, listeners, thank you for tuning in and and um hopefully you've enjoyed the conversation Danielle and I have had today. And no matter where you are in the world, you feel inspired to go out and to find the right community that really feels like it is welcoming and it's going to be a place where you can both contribute and really receive an incredible experience for the connections that you are co-creating. It's not about the host like Danielle being the person who's creating it all or like if you come into like a, a small event like I'm running on behalf of She Will Shine, it's not up to us. It, it, the, the quality of the events is down to the people who come and how that they interact. Sense. That's really the value of networking and you'll get so much out of it if you as you said, like be courageous and put that little yes. bit in. Yeah, makes such a difference. That's so right. small steps make a big difference. Right. They certainly do. So wherever you are in the world, thank you for listening in. Thank you for being a regular listener of She uh, Leads, She Thrives. And if you are not yet downloading all the episodes and doing all of that, if you haven't yet rated the the episode, What are you waiting for? Exactly. What are you waiting for? Go and do that. And if you have found value in this conversation or any of the conversations you've heard or any of the solo episodes, please share it with your friends. That is a great way of you contributing to network. Share it with your friends in business. Do you know, just send them. I'm the person that is often listening to an episode on someone's podcast and I just go, who might this be useful for? And I just randomly send it. My friends and network, he used to even send one to my brother the other day. I was like, I think you need to listen to this. Like, this would be really good and this is why. Um, you know, people just get used to that now. But this is also very helpful because there's some incredible conversations being co-created all the time and shared on, you know, podcasts and summits and events 
and the the value of them is amplified when we can share them. So yeah, that's you being a good networker, if you like, right? 100%. So good. So thank you for joining me, Danielle. Thank you, everyone else. And I look forward to being, you know, in your ears with a new episode very soon. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. You are so valued and appreciated. Aside from this podcast, my favorite place to hang out online is definitely Instagram. So come and join me, Shannon underscore the Thrive Factor. And no, my DMs are always open for genuine questions and connections. For all the latest Thrive Factor goodness, visit thrivefactorco.com forward slash links, where you'll find more about thriving in life and business. Be sure to subscribe and rate the show and share it with your friends. Let's amplify thriving the world over. Mm -hmm.